In today's class, we're going to discuss the dinam of Havdalah, which is said on Saturday night. Once again, there is an argument in Aloha if Havdalah is biblical or rabbinic, but as far as practical Aloha, as far as this is concerned, there's no difference. There is the Havdalah, the separation between Shabbos and the weekday that we do in Mairev. Saturday night we say Atoch and Antonu in the Shemon Esrei, which basically separates Hamavdal ben Kodesh Tochol ben Arlochesach, separates between the Jews, non-Jews, light and dark, um, holy and mundane. If somebody did not say Atoch and Antonu in the Shemon Esrei, rather they forgot it, so they do, they do not need to repeat the Shemon Esrei, but before they do any Malacha, they need to say Baruch Hamavdal, if somebody by mistake did work before they said Baruch HaMavdu Ben Kodesh Luchol, then the Amida the Shmanesri needs to be repeated. But if somebody forgot the Shmanesri and they said Baruch HaMavdu Ben Kodesh Luchol, they fulfilled the Biblical Rabbinic Kiddush of verbally making of, of Rabbinic or Biblical Mitzvah of Havdalah by saying Baruch HaMavdu Ben Kodesh Luchol. Uh, by the way, there's a din also that what happens if somebody needs to do malacha before they daven ma'ariv. To give a simple example, people want to go to a mourner's house Saturday night in the middle of Shiva to make a minyan, and they want to be able to drive there, they need to go up in the elevator. So even before ma'ariv, as long as Shabbos is over, the time of Shabbos is over, and they say, Baruch HaMavdal Ben Kodesh Luchol, that allows them to do malacha, they can go in a car, they can go up in an elevator, and then they daven ma'ariv afterwards. So you have the atoch and antonu, the havdalah of ma'ariv. But then the Chachamim instituted that you need to do it also over a cup of wine, as we mentioned in the previous class by Kiddush. Now there is an argument in most opinions say that women are obligated in havdalah. There are a few opinions that say women are not obligated in Havdalah. And therefore the Allah is that women have to hear Havdalah, they must hear Havdalah. But the Rebbe says that a woman therefore should not make Havdalah for a man, because if a woman's not obligated in Havdalah, then she wouldn't be able to make it for a man, uh, because women don't have this responsibility of kol Yisrael arevim zebazeh, that the Jews are all responsible one for another, and therefore if a woman uh, should not make Havdalah for a man, and also Dalt Rebbe writes that it's preferable that if a man already heard Havdalah, he should not make Havdalah for a woman, because she might not be obligated. And this is very practical, when men go to Shul Saturday night, they listen to Havdalah and Shul, and the Yaitza Havdalah, they fulfill the obligation of Havdalah, and then they want to go home and make Havdalah for the wife. The Rebbe writes, it's preferred not to do that. If they know they're going to have to make Kiddush only for women, they should preferably not listen to Yaitza Havdalah in the Shul. They should have a mind that they don't want to fulfill their obligation, and then they can go home and make Havdalah. From the time of Shkia, from sundown, until you make Havdalah, you're not allowed to eat or drink anything. In Shulchan Aruch it says you're allowed to drink water, but our custom is to refrain even from drinking water from sundown until the time of Havdalah, until you make Havdalah. If somebody washed before Shkia, like Shalosh so they washed before Shkia, then according to Halacha, 
they are allowed to continue eating until they bench. It could be even for many hours. It's still part of the original meal that began before sundown, before shkia, and they can continue eating and drinking until they bench. Once they bench, the meal is over, and therefore they wouldn't be allowed to eat or drink anything until they make havdalah. Another thing which is very important for people to understand, I know it's done in many places, but it's a very, very big question, and according to the Rebbe, you cannot fulfill your obligation of Avdallah through the telephone or through a microphone. The din is you need to hear Avdallah from the person who's actually making it. A phone or a microphone is a mechanically reproduced voice, and therefore it's not the original voice of the person making Avdallah. So let's say you have two neighbors and there's, a, let's say, an older woman in one apartment and she doesn't want to make her own Avdallah and she's next door to you and you open the windows and she's able to hear your Avdallah, then she could be Yetzah. Avdallah doesn't have to be, the no Mokim Sa'uda, there's no place of a meal by Avdallah, you just have to hear Avdallah. So as long as somebody's able to hear the Avdallah directly from the person making it, they are fulfilling their obligation. But to do it through the telephone or through a microphone, according to the Rabbi Yonat Yaitzah, the mitzvah of Avdallah, because again, you're not hearing it directly from the person making Avdallah, you're hearing it from a mechanically reproduced voice. Now, the process of Avdallah is again, we do it over a cup of wine. The custom in Chabad is we say the paragraph, Hine Kel Yeshuasi, these are all sentences of blessing and bracha. And then we have four brachas of Havdalah. We have the Bayapri Agafen. We have the bracha and the psamim and the spices. We have the bracha Bere Me'ere Ho'esh and the candle. And then we have the last bracha of Amavdal ben Kedesh Lochel ben Er And that bracha of Amavdal ben Kedesh Lochel that Hashem separates between the holy and the mundane. Now, the bracha again, all the aspects of Kiddush that we spoke about, that the wine needs to be. The cup needs to be clean, the cup needs to be proper, not cracked and broken, chipped. The cup needs to be full to the top. By Havdalah, it's even more of a custom to overflow the wine, to show that there's a blessing of we overflow the wine of a full of och, meaning at the beginning of the week we want to show Hashem that the brach, there's a bracha in the home where even overflowing the wine that Hashem should give us a very good week of sustenance and health and wealth and happiness and all good things. So we say, in Chabad we say, Hinei Kal Yeshuasi, that paragraph, La Yehuda Meisa Erev Esimcha Vesasim Vikar, everybody says it, and then the one making Avdallah repeats it, and then they make the Baruch HaBari Piyagafim. Then the custom is, you make the Baruch HaMinei Psamim. There's a lot of different ways, uh, where you hold the cup, where you hold the Psamim, um, the practical Chabad custom, even though the in the Siddur doesn't exactly write that way, but the accepted custom as Chabad is what the Rebbe used to do, and that is whenever you make a brach on something, you need to hold it in your right hand. Even if you're eating a food, whatever it is, anytime you make a brach on something, you need to hold it in your right hand. So when you're making Havdalah or Kiddush for that matter, you hold the cup in your right hand, unless if you're left-handed, then you hold it in your left hand, because that is your right hand. So when you make the bracha bari pragaf and you're holding the cup of wine, then the custom is you put down the cup, you pick up the psamim in your right hand, or if you're left-handed in your left hand, and you make the bracha bari mine psamim. 
Why do we say the bracha Bermine Psamim on Saturday night? Because the Gemara tells us that there's an extra neshama that comes into the person and it leaves Saturday night, and because there's sadness because of that. So to make us feel better, we make a bracha on the psamim to make us feel better than by smelling the good spices. We also then make the bracha of Bere Me'ere Ha'esh. Why do we make a bracha Bere Me'ere Ha'esh? So Chazal tell us that fire was invented by Adam Arishan on Saturday night. The Gemara tells us Adam Arishan was created Friday afternoon. The first Friday night of creation, it says there was no darkness. First, there was 36 hours of light from Friday morning through Saturday until nightfall of Matsoi Shabbos of Saturday night. So the first Friday night, there was complete light. When Shabbos ended, the original Shabbos of creation, Shabbos ended, it became dark outside. Hashem gave the wisdom to Adam Adishin to rub two stones together and he created fire. So because fire is vital in the existence of a person, it gives us warmth, it cooks, it, we get our food through fire, it keeps us warm through fire. So to thank Hashem for the creation of fire, which was created Saturday night, we have a candle and we do it That's why it's only done on a Saturday night, not when Yom Tif ends during the week. We don't do the psalmim or the candle, it's only for Friday night. I mean, Saturday night, because of the extra Nisham and Shabbos, and also because of the fire which was created or invented Saturday night. Now, the brach is, the one who created the fires, the lights, means the lights of Aish of the fire. So therefore, Allah says, it's preferable to use a multi-wicked candle for Havdalah. We know the custom that Havdalah candles are multi-wicked. Because then we say the bracha because it's plural. It's the, the colors, the lights of the fire. According to Allah, even if some of us has only a single wicked candle and that's all they have, they can make the bracha even on a single wicked candle. The reason for that is because even each flame has multi-colors. You have yellow, and you have white, and you have blue. There are different colors in the flame itself. But the custom is the chathila to use a multi-wicked candle, because then we say, In many circles, women do not make the bracha of Various reasons given. One of the reasons given is because the fact of darkness came into the world was because of the original sin of Eitzadas, because women were involved in that, so therefore they don't make the bracha Some people have the minig, some people don't. There is no official Chabad custom about what, whether women do the bracha or not. What's interesting about Avdala is that unlike Kiddush, where everybody drinks from the wine of Kiddush, but Havdalah, the custom is, only the one that makes the Havdalah drinks from the cup of wine. Or if he can't drink it, like we mentioned before by Kiddush, then somebody else could drink the wine. But the fact of giving out the wine of Havdalah to everybody else, is the custom is not to do it, and there's various reasons for that. But the custom is that only the person himself drinks the wine. You need to make sure that he drinks more than half the cup, and again in one gulp. And then the custom is that we 
put out the flame of the Havdalah candle in the wine, and then you pour the wine over it. Uh, some people extinguish the flame by pouring the wine over it. Some people extinguish the flame by putting it in the wine that's on the plate. And then after it's out, you add the wine. And then the custom is that you take with your fingers, you touch the, the pinkies, you touch the wine, and you put it over your eyes. The reason for that is to show the love of a mitzvah, to show that we're loving the mitzvah. We want to start the full week on a good, good note showing Hashem that we really enjoy the mitzvahs and we love the mitzvahs. Some people also have a custom that they put the, the wine into the, with their fingers into their pockets. It's brought down in Svarim, that's a skula to have parnasa, it's a skula to have a lot of money. So people like to do all the things that they can possibly do to be able to get a skula for parnasa. There are customs that Saturday night uh, people don't spend money. I know people go out to eat and various things, but it's brought down that the Rebbe Rashab told his Rebbe's and the Rebbe's in Shtanesara that if you need money for the week, please don't ask me on Saturday night. I don't want to start the week by spending money by giving out money. So if you need the money, please ask. He said, please ask it to me for me from me before Shabbos or Sunday morning, but not of the full of not on the full week to begin the week by um, giving out money. So that's primarily the dinim of Havdalah. It's also customary afterwards to say the few pages of Vayitan Lechol And many people have a custom of two people saying it together. The reason why people say it together is because Vayitan Lechol May Hashem give you. So by saying it together, you're wishing each other that Hashem should give it to you. And he's wishing back Hashem should give it to you. All the great blessings that were given to Yaakov Avinu by Yitzchak Avinu.